Hey, Ron, you're not gonna slaughter that pig here, are you? Not to worry. I have a permit. This just says I can do what I want. I am the director of the parks department, and this is a park. Okay, everyone shut up because I got a lot to cover and you need to listen up. Seminars, April 1st through the 3rd with a few spots left. That is planned to sell out, so don't delay if you're on the fence. After that, June 3rd through the 5th, then August 12th through the 14th. For camps coming up, we have self-sufficient lifter camps on March 19th and May 14th, both those in Wichita Falls, both those covering the squat, the press, the deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. Then, of course, our first ever lift shoot fight camp. That's a two-day camp on April 30th to May 1st in Wichita Falls covering lifting, shooting, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe some breakdance fighting. Then a squat camp in Mobile, Alabama on March 19th. We've added some squat and deadlift camps to the list, but let's go through what we got left. March 20th, Austin, Texas at Starting Strength Austin. March 26th in Central Connecticut at Anino Strength and Conditioning. April 9th in Cincinnati with two spots left at the time of this recording at Starting Strength Cincinnati. Then we've added a UK camp up in Manchester on April 30th. Then May 21st, back to Boston for you mass holes at Starting Strength Boston. Couple three lift camps still on the list, squat, bench, and deadlift, both of those. April 24th in Baltimore at 5x3 training, and then April 30th in Orange County at the Strength Co. Then finally, the Seoul Brothers in Seoul, South Korea, the better of the two Koreas, on May 1st are putting on a four lift camp, the squat, the press, the deadlift, and the power clean. There's also a bunch of meets on the list, so check that amount. I'm not going to read them all off, but you can guarantee that at least more than five or six are in Omaha. Congratulations to Starting Strength Chicago for getting open recently. They are our latest gym to open. We still got more to go, more on the list. If you're interested in finding out what's coming up, head over to locations.startingstrengthgyms.com. And we can't talk about Starting Strength Gyms without talking about our good friend Ray Gillenwater. Ray has told me recently in an excited voice that he is, in fact, going back into the kickboxing ring to compete after a long hiatus. But because Everything is a social construct now and nothing really matters. He's going to identify as a 12-year-old and compete in the preteen category. So, good luck to Ray Gillenwater of Starting Strength Gyms. And as usual, for more information on anything else that I've talked about, head over to startingstrength.com and check out the right-hand side of the homepage. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, starting Strength Radio. Welcome back to Starting Strength Radio. Uh, we're going to do a call-in Q&A today. Call-in Q&As are always fun. We've had uh, very few problems with uh, assholes calling us and trolling the show. I think mean, we've only had like one of those in the whole time we've been doing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you're issuing a challenge, though. That's kind of a well. Problem. It may be, but they have to understand that we have the we have the ability to edit them out. Yeah, and it's therefore pointless. Unless it amuses me, it's pointless to troll the show like that. Pointless. Utterly, absolutely pointless. You can try it if you want to. We're just gonna pretend you never existed. And 
you know, the more I think about it, that might be a good strategy for you as well. Pretend you never existed. I mean, if that's something you're contemplating trolling the show, just pretend you don't exist. But God Almighty, look who... It's time. Everybody's favorite. It's time. Everybody's favorite, except mine. <laughs> Comments, Comments from, from the heaters. Man, the trap bar videos just... Still. It's, this is amazing. It's great. It would be great if we could see how many dislikes this video has, YouTube. Is that possible? They got rid of the uh, dislike yeah. bar. Or oh, that's they? right. The, that, the, the YouTube removed that, yeah. probably because of this. You can still, well, look, you can still dislike it, but there's uh, the counter's gone. I wonder if we can see it. I'll tell you right now, haters. See if you can see it. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting. Let's have a look. See how many people hated it. You go on with your show, Rip, and I'll, oh, I'll all look right. this You'll up. You'll just jump I'll in. Just ju I'll, I'll circle back. You'll circle back, jump in, <laughs> jump in, jump, climb on. Circle back. There's got to be a... It's radio talk. <laughs> got to be a word for... That's news talk. Circle back. Inserting your big fat ass into my conversation. <laughs> what would that be This called? is the new starting strength. It's a big strength. circle back. The, big The circle. new uh, <coughs> corporate starting strength. All right. Corporate talk starting strength. Oh, here we go. I got it. Oh, got I'm it. I'm ready to circle back. All right. <laughs> 6,093 likes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 4,251 dislikes. Ooh. We're almost ratioed wow. on that. That we're, is a... That's pretty close to being ratioed. Damn near. Let me show... Let me tell you something, At too. parity here. That's 58.9% compared to the other top 20 videos are all 98% like Like. Yeah, this is... Man, we hit a home run with that one, didn't we? That's great. That man. just means there's a whole bunch of people that don't know how to deadlift. That's exactly what that's, it that's all it means, and they well, don't want to learn. The, they don't want to learn. Even the quit been. putting the plates on the wrong way. That's got thirty thousand four hundred fifty likes and eighteen hundred dislikes. <laughs> eighteen. Who would dislike putting the plates on the wrong way? Yeah, I guess they what just, kind of a moron? They just weren't but, nearly as triggered. Who can tell what's going to trigger these fucking? There, every single high school and college coach told every single person they coach, "You need to go and dislike this. Because, dislike this video. Dislike this video." To validate my coaching. Yeah. I wish I could see the White House's YouTube account. That'd be awesome to see the, the ratio. Hey, is, I think the goddamn State of the Union is going on right nobody now. Nobody gives a shit. Oh, is it really? Nobody, nobody gives a gives shit. Nobody gives a fuck about the State of the Union. It's just, look, if I want to be lied to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to a car lot mm -hmm. and act like I want to buy a car. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Because I know there reliably that I'm going to be lied to and then I can understand the lies. Right. Sometimes these these high level political lies get a little bit cryptic. But at least you get something out of it too. You 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 get a car. You know, I mean or potentially you, or I get you, you pay know, too much but at least get you to drive, waste the salesman. You drive away with a car maybe, yeah. right? Yeah, you don't ever drive away with a state of the union address. Do you? I wonder what I wonder what accomplishments he's going to talk about. State of the Union, I just got this. The, their accomplishments of not having a mask mandate anymore. You, you I, I just got a, a message from COVID's over. You mean beating COVID? Yeah. The State COVID. of the Union 
the union has never been stronger. <laughs> well, that's what you always say at the State of the Union. When was the last time? When was the last time that was not stated? It's at just the State a matter of, of perspective because COVID is beaten. Yeah. Right. They beat COVID yeah. today. The Biden administration jobs, beat COVID today. More today. jobs have been created in the last two years. More jobs have been created <laughs> that have ever been created yeah. in an administration. Right. Just out of thin air, these jobs have been created. Yeah. It's not a victory. And you're if supposed you make to people, believe that. Yeah, if you make people lose their jobs and then they get some of them back. <laughs> Rusty, we don't need you to explain this to us. We, we all understand this. But what I'm saying is... You, you, the, you, <laughs> let me. Rip, they think we don't have uh, what telephones. They think we don't know these things. What is what is what is, what is wrong with these guys? Seems to work age? for fifty-one percent of the population. I, I was about to say. Yeah, if, well, hey, if you next, vote for someone with a D next to their name, you probably believe this bullshit. The next everybody uh, that disliked the trap bar video, <laughs> they believe this. Voted for Biden. Hey, let me give you another. Let me let me circle back on something else here. <laughs> All right. Fifty-four point seven percent, eight hundred ninety-three likes, seven hundred and forty dislikes. RPE is useless. <laughs> That's the really? next one. What was the what was the ratio again? Uh fifty four point seven percent. Likes. Uh likes to dislikes. Dislikes. Yeah. <laughs> so they all think it's useful. So we got RPE and, a whole bunch of people and the think trap that's bar are the two triggers. Well that just tells us that pussies listen ooh, to the ooh, show. Ooh, here's there. another one. Oh, vegans. Here's another one. Fifty three point six percent. 10,000 likes, 927. You know what's likes. funny about wow. that one in particular? Vegans in the human diet clip. Is vegans who have nothing to do with strength training. I'm not calling them vegans, rest of Vegans. Me. I'm calling them vegans. I mean, what do you, do you call it a vegetable? <laughs> is a carrot a vegetable? No. My, my point no, is. A carrot is a vegetable. My point is. is so a vegan is one who eats carrots. Right? Yeah. Yep. My, my point is the people that dislike that don't strength train. They don't do anything. It's just you said something negative about their little movement. About their little religion. So they had to come over in droves, hit the dislike button, and walk away. So That was organized. Yeah. So it looks know. like we're dealing with three religions here. One mm -hmm. is veganism. Mm -hmm. yeah. Two is the trap bar, the functional right. movement. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, or we should just call it the transverse plane movement. <laughs> right. Let's call it that. Right. And then the third is the Olympic is the, lifters. Yeah. Well, what about RPE? Oh, RPE, shit. So we got four religion. religions. That RPE is a religion. Yeah. yeah. RPE is what you you tell yourself is true after you realize, I spent $250 with that guy <laughs> for a monthly template. I don't know, I don't know for, if they ever I, get there. Nobody even coaches me. I don't know if they ever get there. You God, just, I can't be that stupid, so this, uh, this stuff must work. The coaching here, is, here, if it feels too hard, don't do it. I don't do anything hard. If it's if it's harder than a seven, don't, don't do push, it. Don't push through anything. No, no. It's, it's a horrible simplification. But if you are, uh, <laughs> if you're estimated, that's exactly. No, here's accurate. the thing: if your estimated one rep max keeps going up, oh, that's yeah. How do you know you're not fucking fucking everything up? Yeah. <laughs> it's genius. It's it is genius. genius. It's it's genius from the other side of the of table. It's right. It's it's absolute genius. Nobody is is saying. This is not the smartest way to make money that's ever been invented. Hell, it's like printing money out of thin fucking air. And we all know that works. And also a great right. way to make strength training feel like it's science. <laughs> Point.
0.01. So not only do you get to log your ten. weights and stuff, but you get to log you get a, another variable another you variable get to you get to that you get to record control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what you're doing. Controlled variables. That's what you're doing. Fuck. All right, here, Wayne Stanley says about the trap bar. Dude, perfect example. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. What's this on on the trap bar still? Trap bar. Nice. All right, now here's this one. I like Rip, but this is the biggest horse shit I've ever heard. <laughs> Chiz. Are we still on the trap bar? Yeah. Oh. That's all the trap bar. Chiz. That's how you say that, right? Yeah. It's spelled cheers, but. Oh, chiz. No, I thought you said chiz. I thought you were talking about jizz. Chiz. They say chiz. Chiz. That's Matthew James. Chiz. Thanks, Matthew. Weighing in. And then here's some nasty things about Andrew's suspenders. Oh, of course. I don't know. I'm going to read that. Andrew's kind of. Oh, you already sent to him. Oh, he knows. He he reads them. I thought he's more sensitive than that. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> he's a sensitive guy, Bree. You know. What do you do with suspenders when you take off your pants to shit? It's a great question, actually. That's kind of a. Yeah, but it's rather personal, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, it. Could, it's... All right. Let me ask Benjamin Nething. What do you do? with your fingers when you wipe your ass to shit and you get shit on your fingers what do you do then do you lick it off Ugh, what do you swish the fingers around in the cleanest part of the toilet bowl this is getting weird do you well it's not any weird <laughs> Yeah, what Andrew does with these goddamn <laughs> start asking people good. you start asking people about toilet habit questions you're it's getting kind of weird right you know yeah. I'm just gonna assume that he just gets completely naked just hangs I, his clothes up I, on the I really don't care the there's a sign for I, I don't want to know yeah, where it yeah, yeah takes yeah, the shirt exactly. off can't show I, with the shirt I really on. don't want to know the suspenders are weird enough but if you start getting into the minutia of the day to day, the day to day having <laughs> of to wearing deal with suspenders. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a huge problem. Yeah. Let's see. Here's the thing about, and here's another one: the tipping point, barbell tipping point. Some dipshit says, "How about instead of finding the tipping point, try finding some bitches?" It's <laughs> a valid question, I guess. <laughs> Man. I don't know. And that kind of implies that JC doesn't think that Andrew gets any pussy. Yeah. How do you know that, JC? Why are you so confident that Andrew is not the JC. number one coxman in the northern <laughs> part of the United States? Right. How do you know that for sure? He doesn't. JC's projecting. That's what I mean, fucking Andrew's. He's he's hung. Drowning man. He's drowning. He's a he's a strong, powerful man. Okay. Okay. Now. Have we gone off the rails? Hey, this is uh this is this is probably all I can stand here. Uh and, and this is with respect to uh 
the uh, interview with Abil Manji, uh, our our cardiac surgeon buddy. Yep. Up at Yale. Lots to hate about Abil. Oh yeah, yeah. He's all right. Notice how everyone on this channel is fat as fuck. <laughs> F-U-K, fuck. F-U-K. That's cool you can lift with a giant ass, but you're going to look like a potato. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, one of the Classic preeminent hater. heart surgeons in the world is worried about how Jeffrey Longjohn <laughs> thinks he looks. It's a classic hater. That's good. Yeah. Classic. That hater. is a pretty good one. Yeah. All right. So that's all of that dog shit hey you did it on the first try yeah got both of them mm -hmm. first try nice what just one time yes it is okay <laughs> and that's comments, comments. From, from the heat <laughs> well okay we got our visitor today. Look at little Zeus over there playing with Bree. Little Zeus puppy. How old do you think he is now? Seven or eight months. Seven or eight months. He's a sweet little boy. He's scared He's of everybody. a very handsome dog, too. Mm -hmm. Well, I messed up and I just opened the fan line, so it's going to take a minute for someone to call us. But what does hey, that mean? You just opened the fan. I just hit the button that says "open fan line." So now the phone number is available: eight four three. It wasn't six two seven four two four six. Read that again, since you're not doing anything anyway. Eight four three six two seven four two four six. That's Ripito's direct number. That's direct to this desk right here. Call that number, and Rip will answer, and we'll have a chat. Yep, a we'll chat. chat. Have a, chat. A, have a little chat. <laughs> you remember that from Young Frankenstein? Yes. Kenneth Mars. That was some funny shit, man. No, Samuel, we're not going to take questions from the chat. you got to call us. Oh, you got to call us. This is a call-in Q&A. This is where you talk on the phone, and I talk back on the microphone. Like, my phone is smaller than your phone. Oh, even though that's not true. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. That's not how it works, but that's the, what the words that's imply, the words, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. <coughs> Need a, you ready for a call? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a call, even though I'm, I'm, you notice my voice is kind of shitty today. I'm still kind of, kind of like crap in my chest. I had COVID 412. And, oh, wow. And it's, it's just, it, it's long, too. You had long COVID? Long COVID. Oh, I got shit. long COVID. It's rough. What do they do for that? Five boosters? Six, seven boosters. They move you into the Pfizer headquarters offices. <laughs> give you a booster every just four give hours? You every, you know, just IV booster. Fucking spike protein all day. Oh, they're good for That's you. That's great. They're good for you. And anybody that doesn't want one is a racist. Yeah. That's right. All right, you got somebody? Let's do it, yeah. All right. Here we go. All right, man, let's go. Hello. 
How are you? I'm I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, you know, I've been better. But that's always true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad true. to hear What's that. your name? This is James from Virginia. James Seamus from Virginia. All right. Got it. <laughs> What's going on, James? All right. Well, man, not a lot. To be honest with you, I just got out of the dentist's office. Man, I've got to do that next week myself. Me I got too. A, I got a dentist appointment Wednesday at one thirty. Cracked my number five uh, lingual oh, cusp a couple of weeks ago. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, goddamn meat that uh, Schlager gave us that uh, those those Sandhill Crane breasts. God, that stuff's good, but they. They make you shoot those things with steel shot now. Oh, you bit into the shot. I bit, yeah. Bit oh, one the, I wasn't paying close enough attention. Bit a shot, chipped a tooth. Lead shot doesn't do that. But, oh, fuck. But uh, steel, of course, <laughs> is, is protects the environment and makes dentists <laughs> money. It makes dentists money. What I'm they... sure the dental lobby had something to do oh, no with question. that change in the law. No question. What do they no do when you, when you crack your tooth? They f- you gotta just crown it. it. Crown it. If it's cracked. It's got to be crowned. Yep. Eighteen hundred dollars or some insane shit like that. This comes right off the top too. Yeah. What'd they do to you, James? Just clean up? Yeah. What well, you have a? You're not still getting cavities, are yeah, you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I just am supposed to make them every couple of months, so I in there for a little bit of a cleaning. Good man. Yeah, that's that's uh don't do that. That's just <laughs> that's just behaving the way they want you to behave. You're just supporting the office when you do that cleaning every um um six months. A shill for <coughs> what big big dentist? Big denta. Big dentistry. Big big denta. Big dental. Big denta. Big big, <laughs> big dental, dental. I think I'm it's a, called big dental. I, I'm a shill for Big Denta. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You could be. Anyways. Um, Keep your propaganda off of this of, network, though, all right? All what do you right. want? <laughs> so on, a pod, on one of the episodes a year or so ago, back when they were still on YouTube, right. I heard you mention for just a brief second Christopher Hitchens. Right. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of of Christopher Hitchens and I was just would love to hear you talk about him and what because he was kind of a kind of a socialist when he was like on C-SPAN and stuff like that right right but I didn't know why you were a fan of him and oh I like just to, love to hear you talk about Christopher Hitchens I like his obnoxious personality that's the thing mm-hmm. I liked about Hitch he was he was I liked him when who was that guy in the parliament that he had a debate with that time you remember oh yeah that was magnificent yeah he just pulled the guy's guts out it was just absolutely the guy had to watch him organize his thoughts on the fly like that the guy had just watching him debate anything was uh is they're they're on youtube all over the place but i you watch the guy talk for two hours just oh yeah um debating um the uh yeah the the way he he structures his arguments yeah on the fly 
Right. I his don't books. agree with everything he 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 believed in, but uh, I like his uh, I like his take on religion. I like his uh, uh, I like his obnoxious personality really the best. He's he's just a you know he's he will take you apart. And he's honest. He's yes. And he's honest. He's one of these guys like, and you know, I don't know about them being in the same category, but he's one of these guys like uh, Glenn Greenwald, who's a leftist, yeah. but he's honest. You know. You know, at this point, I don't know that he's he can be considered a leftist. I anymore. don't think Greenwald could be considered leftist. Yeah. I don't think he's a. You know, he's certainly not a conservative. But isn't that but interesting? Nobody how, isn't that interesting how people is. who are honest, you know, can. I mean, you can't just peg a label on them. Right. Right. Greenwald is a, he's done more for journalism just to recover the reputation of, right. of journalism yep. than any other member of the journalism community. Right. That guy is is not afraid to have people mad at him yep. that are that operate within his sphere. Yep. And uh, I like the guy, you know, right. I read everything he writes that I get my hands on. He's he's good. Yep. He's got. I don't agree with everything he says, but exactly. But by the same token, you had better pay attention to him. Right. Yeah, Hitchens the same way. Yeah. Yeah, Hitchens was Hitchens was cool. But I, if you if you'd not seen that debate with the who was the guy? It was a member of Parliament, member of British Parliament, and they were I've, talking about what what was it they were talking about? I'm gonna look it up. I don't even remember the I don't even remember the topic, but it was. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Language. I've seen a lot of his, a lot of his uh, religious debates with William Lane Craig, for example, and uh, Frank Turek. And he really, he, he just watching him talk. He gives he gives those things without hardly any notes. Sometimes. No, I don't. I've never seen him and use any just, notes. Yeah. It's it's just insane. Oh, yeah. and that uh, he gave a little bit of a lecture about thomas jefferson a few times but i i watched that thing i watched that thing probably on a weekly basis i need to watch that i guess i haven't i haven't seen that he did he gave that it's like it's like a half an hour and he did not use a single piece of paper he didn't read a single word it it really was awesome he's got a book on thomas jefferson doesn't he am i making i think he does yeah no no I i think he does but but i'm not sure What's his position on Thomas Jefferson? I, don't, I haven't read the book. I remember listening to the uh, to the lecture. Well, he loves Thomas Jefferson. He, uh... <laughs> well, that makes two of us. I admire the man <laughs> greatly. <laughs> uh, I used to watch yeah. that stuff. Watch, uh, yeah, Author America by Christopher Hitchens. Thomas Jefferson, <laughs> Author of America by Christopher Hitchens. Author of Hitchens. America. All right. Be something good. Something to look for. I need have to you look, seen, look for that video. Have you seen his uh, his take on the Catholic Church? He and uh, what's that other guy's name? Stephen something or other. Oh, are you talking about uh, the evolutionary? I don't. Biology, I don't. Uh, Stephen. Uh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't remember the other guy's name, but he's a a, a British guy. And they did a and like a an attack on the Catholic Church, and it was that was just one of those things like you just can't 
can't look away from that for even well, a second. The Brits Every have word been doing that for about 600 <laughs> years. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of their favorite whipping boys is the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. as well as Oh, children. and the uh, and that four horsemen thing, too. That was really awesome. Oh, that was I just, good, yeah. Just, just everything he, he says, I just... I just ate it up. I just and I heard you mention him a few times and well, I thought it was interesting to hear your thoughts on it. The four horsemen caught up on the Thomas Jefferson thing. Yeah, that's really Mm -hmm. good. The four horsemen thing was uh, like Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens and Sam Harris and uh, I forget who the but you know you you you, Daniel Dennett. Right, right. Yeah, you hook up with uh, Mm -hmm. Richard or uh, Hawkins and it's like you know he's almost got his own religion in the other direction. Yeah, you know, atheism is his religion. Like, just fucking calm down, man. Right, right, right. He's a fundamentalist atheist. Right. Yeah, I don't like guys like that. Sam Harris does not impress me. Yeah, uh, I used to like Sam Harris a lot, but he got pretty annoying. He's just annoying. Yeah. He's just annoying. But, but my, yeah, p- fundamentalist atheists are just as big a pain in the ass as fundamentalist Christians. Right. You know, just look. Atheism is a religion in itself. Let it go. Don't make atheism a religion. <laughs> That's kind of not the point. But but Hitchens is, is head and shoulders above all those guys. Yes. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in, the star of the show. In terms of speaking and writing. Yep. Yeah, they just... And, like, there may have even been some debates where uh, he might... Like, I've heard, I've heard people say that he lost the debate, but because he's such a such an artful speaker you know he just he won he won people over with that right oh that's yeah that's that's my point about mm -hmm. him Uh, he was Mm -hmm. uh, he was just such a talented man on his feet Mm -hmm. you know he's one of these people that thinks with his mouth and uh, i have a little bit of that ability but certainly not to the extent that Mm -hmm. Hitchens was right. just a genius at standing there and pulling a perfectly cogent argument directly out of his ass, and it mm-hmm. have it make sense one hundred percent of the time. It's just yeah, he's a he's a gift. He was a gift, mm-hmm. certainly was. All right, man. Thanks for calling, James. All right. I'll All right. See you. All right. Yeah, here we go. All right. Moving right along. Moving. Let me be perfectly clear. We are moving right along to the next call. All right. Hello? There? Yep. Uh, hey, Rick. This is Paul from Brooklyn. Paul from Brooklyn. Yeah. You're still in Brooklyn? Unfortunately. Why in God's name are you still in Brooklyn? Do you just uh, not have transportation I've, or what? It fucking work. Really, what it is? He can't. He can't turn down the money. Uh, work from home. Make home Kansas. Oh, I, I spend, you know. I half the time. Half the time. And the other half, I put my life on the line traveling to the city. So. Well, you are yeah. lost. Your fucking. Did uh? So you you've <laughs> got to rearrange your priorities. Did New York beat quick. COVID too, and they're mask free now? Oh, it's March 1st. Didn't you hear? Oh, okay. Nice. Congratulations March 1st, on COVID. COVID. Congratulations on the yeah. COVID. The stroke of a pen. Why didn't they make it February 1st? Thank you, Democrats. Well, because it wasn't useful February 1st. <laughs> Thank you. Even Canada, right? Canada's dropping it uh, in two I, weeks. I, who knows? This is such a. I mean, does anybody actually. Even stupid people. Yes, people still believe that. that 
something is going on. You just go to Target and see how many people are still wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It is just amazing. I see people walking around in the parking lot by themselves yeah, with man. a mask on. It's just, yep. And it is your duty as a as an intelligent human being participating in society to point and laugh at people like that. Point and laugh at them. That's what you should do. I just. I like the people who wear it driving alone in their car. The oh, yeah. It's, it's, that's, there's the no clearer example of uh, of a, an obedient slave, you know. So what's happening? So uh, my question is, uh, so I, I used to be a very uh, heavy guy. I'm, I'm only 5'8", and I used to be around 300 pounds. Ooh. And uh, oh so I, I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, funny cheek, I guess. I I lost a lot of weight, and now I'm around 165. But as you could assume, I'm weak as shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, That's what happens when you lose half your body weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they. You know, you realize they have got uh, estrogen in the water supply. In Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my question is really just, you know, how do you get over the, uh, if you have any advice, to get over that mental gap of, you know, I, I, I realize I have to put weight on to get any sort of uh Yeah, but, but you don't want to put weight on since you spend so much time taking it off, right? Yep, exactly. you've got kind of an eating disorder kind of built into your situation here, don't you? You got yourself a little eating uh, disorder, don't you there, boy? Well, I don't know, man. I'm not the psychologist. This is not Dr. Uh, Laura, so <laughs> Dr. Laura. Uh, I mean, just do it slow. The only thing you can do is to think about the numbers, right, on the bar. You think about the numbers on the bar. If the numbers on the bar are going up like they should be in the case of a novice progression, then whatever you're doing is also making you gain muscle mass. So 5'8", 165 is underweight. And 5'8", well, if you're 5'8", and you're a competitive lifter, you're 242. You might be 275 if you're a competitive lifter. So 5'8", at 200 is... Perfectly reasonable. You know, perfectly reasonable body weight. Yep. You know, if you got there from training. Now, I'm assuming you're training. Are you training? Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks. <laughs> well, you're training. I mean, you need to you need to be 200 just to call yourself a trainee. Yeah. Re- hey, remember that you you didn't you, you didn't follow any process to get up to 300. You just that was just you living life however you wanted to. But then you lost a bunch of weight by following a process, and now you're involved in a new process. Different which process. Is, which is yeah, which involves gaining strength and gaining some weight but as long as you stay focused on that process you're going to be just fine yeah i mean you control every aspect of the process and you know how to control it because you already did right you already controlled the process of going from 300 to 165 you're no longer it's not like you're no longer in control of the process if you decide to go to 200 yep you're in control of every aspect of that process just like you were the process that dropped you down to this emaciated 165. 
you know, you need to need to eat. Now, first thing you need to do is move. <laughs> and then the second thing you need to do is get up to 200 pounds. I mean, do you have to have that job? <laughs> Trust me, I looked every other day. I preferably like to move out somewhere, maybe like Tennessee. Oh, that'd be perfect. Tennessee's a good place. Nebraska, you know, somewhere in the middle of the country, you know, where all of these pretentious cocksuckers think they can't go because of the sheer magnitude of the uncouthness of the people there. That's where you need to be. Where one of your Brooklyn buddies would not. You ask one of your pretentious Brooklyn boys, where would you not live? Absolutely not live. <laughs> go there. And then go there. That's what you should do. <laughs> Everybody's hiring, too. Yeah, everybody you won't have trouble getting the job. I just drove all the way west and all the way east and then came back, and there's signs everywhere. Every building in America has got a help-wanted yeah. sign on it right now. Hiring now, $5,000 bonus, that kind of Not shit. Down there hiring, but, you know, McDonald's is starting people off at $15 <laughs> an hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Stockers at Walmart. It's like, yeah. What is like, 18 bucks some places? I don't know. It's a stock. It's, I've seen it's great. ludicrous man ludicrous money man more than we pay yeah no shit i mean fuck yeah and on that note i mean i Don't applied tell, i that. applied at four or five <laughs> places on my way back from indianapolis did you yeah well good luck to you yeah i know no. put you down as a reference too yeah well what you could do is go out and stock at walmart during the off time you've got you know, from the gyms and, right. and right. here, you know. Yep. Could do that. Make $18, man. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but, but Walmart doesn't have anything to stock right now. Yeah, no have shit. Have you been in Walmart recently? Uh, no. I haven't. The, the, they've got half their normal inventory in the yeah. store. We we always do the pickup thing, you know, where you do it yeah. online and you just drive up. But yeah. The, it's just, we do that. They too. substitute shit. All the time, yeah. Because they don't have, yeah. Because they're not, they're out. They're out. They're out of whatever. They're out. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have half and half the other day. Yeah, I know. I lots of times they don't have half and it's half. It's pretty uh, concerning. Yeah, they've always got it down at United though. Yeah, that Market Street's always got half and half. So, just keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, all right. If we can help you with a U-Haul, let us know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love all listening right. every week. Later. We have a <laughs> all right yeah boy i tell you oh, damn. So, can you imagine what a u-haul is worth going from, from california oof, from, new, from york. new york man oh sh from california new york yeah. all right howdy hello rip this is gil from virginia hey gil what's happening man hey not too much i'm uh just uh enjoying the podcast here and i uh, thought i'd ask you a question maybe uh you can uh, uh, go back in memory a little bit. Shoot. Okay. I was wondering if you ever uh, did any collaboration with uh, Tommy Kono on no. the Olympic uh, lift. I've never met the man. Okay. I had there, never the met the man. The reason I asked was. When did he die? Uh, 2016. Yeah, it hadn't been that long ago. So, no, I, I didn't ever have a chance to meet Tommy. Uh 
I don't, uh, I mean, I know people that know him, but uh, I had never had a chance to interact with him at all. He didn't leave the okay. island much. Was he in Hawaii? Mm. Yeah, he was in Hawaii. He didn't. Yeah, yeah one of the reasons I wanted to ask. If he came to the States, yeah. he went to California for a meet occasionally. Took some lifters. Yeah, the reason I wanted to ask was I know you on the um, on the 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 strongest shell divide shell survive uh, T-shirt. You have the 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 Kono uh, power uh, diagram on the well, back. And I was just wondering where that what the origin of that was. Well, that that's Star's T-shirt. That's not mine. We didn't design okay. that T-shirt. That the Bill did that. In fact, that was on. Uh, I think that was on the back cover of the of the strongest shall survive. Somewhere in that in it's that in book. It's in the book. It's yeah. at least in the book. Yeah. It may be on the back cover. I don't remember. But Bill did that, not me. And that was Kono's idea. And the, the idea, of course, is that the further away you get from the middle of the body, the smaller the muscle groups become, and the less potential for strength that they have. And that obviously indicates that the muscle mass that should be trained is the hips mm. and that's not been lost on us right. so it's uh yeah it's a it's a it's a wonderful illustration of a of an important concept in human anatomy but that that's not me that's that's star and star stole it from kono i didn't steal it star <laughs> stole it I think it's in, I think it's reprinted in, in our book though in the blue book. It may, it, a version it of it is. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> yes, because it's a it's a brilliant concept. Yep. And if you just look at it for a minute, you learn all kinds of things about training that bodybuilding has never managed to grasp. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's the the total of that right there. Okay. All right, okay. man. Thanks well, for calling. Well, that's all I have. Is, it was just a quick question. Thank you. Okay. So, yeah, that that was, uh, yeah, that was Star's deal. That was Star's deal. Put that on the back of the shirt. Uh, that the starting strength, the strongest shall survive shirt is a, an exact copy. The ones we have in that light blue is an exact copy of the first of those shirts that Bill made back in the 70s after he uh, published Strongest Shall Survive. And uh, they were first offered in light blue. When I, my first one was in Navy. And then he made a red one. But the first ones he actually ever sold were were the blue shirts, the light blue shirts, an exact copy of which is what we sell here. Yep. I've got a, I've got one of the pictures, I've scanned one of uh the original ad or whatever some blonde woman wearing the light blue shirt mm-hmm. it's pretty cool and then there's a there's a gorilla wearing the shirt too <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's good i believe the blonde woman wearing the shirt was his daughter christy oh, okay yeah yeah she's on bleachers or something some kind mm-hmm. of bleachers yeah it's cool stuff yeah looks very 70s yep in fact all right, all right. shall we yeah Hey. 
Afternoon, Mark. This is uh, Cameron from Texas. How are you doing today? Cameron? Yes, sir. Where are you? I know, Texas. Well, I heard that. <laughs> I, you know. I mean, but Texas is big. Where are you? Uh, I'm in College Station. College Station. You're safely five hours from me. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about having told us where you are. All right. You going to school or you just live there? I just live here. My wife just graduated back in December. I see. Well, what's happening? I'm training my overhead press, mm-hmm. and I'm having mm-hmm. a sticking point. Okay. So I don't have. I'm training from home because I don't like the commercial gyms around here. And uh, I was able to I took the opportunity with the pandemic to, to buy some equipment and just do it from home. So, but I don't have any small increment weights to go up, so I've got two and a half, so I've got five-pound jumps, but I got stuck at 175. Well, you're going to. You have to have incremental plates to – got to have micro plates, as they call them, if you're going to continue to train to press because the smaller the muscle groups that determine the lockout of a lift, the slower they get stronger because of their mass, Right. This is just this should be an obvious thing, right? This is not this is not something that's debatable. You can lock out a lot more deadlift than you can lock out a press overhead. You have to train the press overhead with small jumps, smaller than five pound jumps. You have to. It's not optional. All right. Now you don't have to load the bar with plates. But you have to load the bar in a way that makes the load on the bar go up, you know, one, one and a half, maybe two pounds a workout. So, first thing you do, what kind of plates do you have? They're just, uh, so I got some rubber plates for the bigger weights. So I can do some of the cleans and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 45s of those. I got some rubber coated, kind of what you'd buy second half from a commercial gym, mm-hmm. 45s. So I piece all together. Uh, but I've got uh, iron 5s and 2.5s. Well, the first thing you need to do when you hang up the phone is go weigh all of those plates and mark them with a white paint marker so that you know what's on the bar, all right? The most important thing you can understand about this, the, the need to do that, is that every plate that has not been calibrated, which costs a bunch of money, every plate that's not been calibrated is an approximation of its face value, which means that if the plate says 45 pounds, that it doesn't weigh 45.000 pounds. It weighs something less or more than 45.000 pounds. And you won't know what that is until you weigh them. So you've got a perfect opportunity to weigh that you, you control all of the plates and the bar that you lift. So it's the same weight every time. All right. So if you've got 
845s, you have the ability to adjust the final weight on the bar because of the fact there's going to be some slop in each one of those plates. All right. Now, let's say, for example, I've, I have had a 45-pound, quote-unquote, plate in my gym that weighed 57 and a quarter pounds. <laughs> no shit. 12 pounds over. Because it's cheaper to ship it heavy than it is to mill it down. Right. <clears throat> In other words, it's cheaper to give me cast iron than it is to take cast iron off of the plate. I have yeah. seen 45 pound plates that weighed 42 and a quarter. So none of them are, are dead ass on the money accurate, except for Yorks are pretty close. And and Grant Brogy at, at Strength Co. is making some 45 pound beautifully designed because i designed them cast iron plates <laughs> that are dead ass on the money they are within grams of 45 pounds and if you if you got accurate plates then you you get into a situation where you are going to have to buy some micro plates because you got to be able to go up a pound pound and a half on the press right as you have recently discovered you have to be able to go up in a small jump now you can do that with micro plates you can buy pieces of chain you could tape two inch flat washers together to make your micro plates we've talked about this for years there's lots and lots of ways to do this at this point too it's so it's so cheap and easy to just just go on amazon or wherever and get, yeah, get some get micro these, plates you can get these micro plates but i wrote an article about this a couple of weeks ago this very topic about loading the barbell accurately you need to read that article and uh but if you're training by yourself in your house with your plates and your bar there is absolutely no excuse for you to not be able to immediately have control over the load on the bar within a pound the first thing you do is weigh everything you got and look at it and then and see what you're actually carrying on the bar and then fix it up so that you're making one one and a half two pound jumps on the press because you can't continue to make progress on the press unless you have fine control over the load the nature of the press okay okay all right good luck to you okay well that was easy enough. <laughs> that was all right the, people don't read the articles you know, no of course not People won't read the articles we put all the shit up there's an article up on the website every day new content on the website every day except for saturday and sunday and then we do reruns and nobody reads it. Yeah. As Amazing. much as we would like people to be on startingstrength.com every day, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. ain't going to happen. At this point, don't you think that we are probably the largest strength training website on the Internet? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, know, you can't call T-Nation not a strength training website. But they're, but they're all over the place with stuff. They're, they're bodybuilding. They're, they're all kind of, you know, they're selling supplements. And they're, you they're, know, they're, uh, they're selling a hell of a bunch of something. And they're making a hell of a bunch of money off yeah. of them, too. 
we don't sell anything except books and information. Yep. Oh, we got T-shirts. We got stickers. Posters. Posters. What else do we sell? T-shirts, stickers, posters. T-shirts, stickers, posters. Books. We got books. books. We got books. It's kind Let's of not our forget thing. the books. Yeah, do we still books. have mugs? Nope, no, no mugs. mugs. We need mugs. No mugs. No mugs yet. Right? Puppies. Mugs. We sell puppies. What's Zeus worth? You want to sell Zeus? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's for sale, right? <laughs> if uh, the price is right. The monkey. The we monkeys. ought to have some monkeys made up so we. Can, this monkey's not for sale. We could get a bunch of those and get a, get the starting strength little monkey size starting strength shirts. It'd be hilarious, be man. That would be pretty good. Yeah. How about shirts with monkey on them? You know, I bet we'd sell a bunch of those, yeah. don't you think? Yeah. Monkeys would yeah. um, be fun to ship, wouldn't they? <laughs> wouldn't be heavy. You know? I don't you know. What other strength training websites shirt, are there, though? You think Elite, a shirt with Elite monkey? FTS? I mean, they're mostly equipment, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think they're mostly equipment. What would you say? A shirt with monkey on it. Yeah. Uh, no, everybody like wants that? the monkey. But then we acknowledge that the monkey exists, which we already fucked up. We, we fucked up. Well, about that. I'm not supposed to talk about Everybody that. can see the fucking monkey. All right. <laughs> the, you know, look at him. Little hair thing. I know they make these damn things. I, no, they do, yeah. It's a it's need a to, uh, need to buy a gro- need to buy a gross of them. <laughs> a gross of them. A gross of monkeys. I've heard that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's 144 for those of you. <laughs> 12 dozen, right? Youngins, 12 dozen is gross. <laughs> Shit. Well, hey, I wonder why f- it's called a gross. I don't know. I don't either. The fans are waiting. You want to talk to Let's more go. fans? Let's fan ourselves, okay. shall we? Let's stroke our ears. Hello. Hello? Hello. 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 Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Who's this? <laughs> Jesus. This is Andrew. Andrew. Is this Coach Rip? This is he. I wasn't In lying. You call the number, Ripito answers. I told you. We, I answered the phone. That, 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 that makes perfect sense. It does. <laughs> I had two questions you for you, it? Coach. Yeah. All right. Question number one. I had two. Sure, sure. My first question is, I've read the book, uh, both books, uh, the first one, Starting Strength, and also the one about um, programming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I, love, I like to listen to a lot of different opinions. I was wondering if you can kind of elaborate. Two, two, two side questions, I guess, is kind of what I wanted you to go into if you, if right. you could. I know you said that the way that you guys teach the squat works primarily uh, the hips, yeah. and leaves, and, and, but also works the hamstrings. Whereas the other exercises like a front squat or even a high bar squat mm-hmm. um, doesn't work the hamstrings nearly as much. That's right. If you can go, but I've also heard counter arguments where they go into how the high bar squat and the front squat will also work other groups. So in other words, they're advocating that you do all different types of squats. Sure. And you're saying just one. Why sure. is it better just to do your one? Because my one works everything, and it allows you to lift heavier weight over a longer and more effective range of motion than theirs does. So what you have okay. to remember is, why are we squatting? Are we doing quads when we squat? Stronger. 
were getting strong. No. Right? Right. Which form of the squat allows you to squat the most weight? The one that you teach. That's right. And what is strength? Yeah. Strength is um, is your ability to apply force to an outside external object. That's right. The heavier the object. Dang, I can't believe I said I said that off the top of my head, bro. <laughs> and, and it, see, you you your have, word, in man. fact, learned is some shit. Is that not proof? You're indoctrinated. You've you learned some shit. Yeah, you've been indoctrinated. That's what. <laughs> I'm becoming indoctrinated. Yeah, you've become hey, um, indoctrinated. So I, I have to ask you. I, I have to ask you: Am I hired to work in your your gym now? God, Can I open Bree, up a, out. a gym? This guy's Bree, We got a new guy. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about doing it. Maybe one, maybe one of these days, if I could learn a little more. How much would it? My second question. I actually have three questions. Actually, now that I think about it, well, well let's, my let's, second let's question not, is: How much? Let's would not it come? move off the first question just yet, because it is not immediately okay. apparent sure. to the vast majority of people that we don't really give a mm -hmm. shit about the muscle groups involved in the squat. We give a shit about the movement pattern itself, squatting down and standing back up. Now, if you mm -hmm. analyze squatting down and standing back up, there is a way to do that that allows you to lift more weight. And that's what we mm -hmm. have done. We don't care about the hamstrings or the glutes or the quads or the fucking VMO or anything else. We care about squatting down and standing back up because we're trying to get the movement pattern strong. And the constituents mm -hmm. of the kinetic chain are not our primary concern. The movement pattern itself okay. is our primary concern. So if we can arrange gotcha. the movement pattern in a way that allows us to lift more weight, then we have figured out a way to make the movement pattern stronger. And that's exactly what we are interested in doing. We don't care about your quads. We don't mm -hmm. have favorite right, muscle right. groups. We have <laughs> movement patterns right. that we want stronger. All right. And this, see, people have got this thing in their head that everybody's a bodybuilder. We're not bodybuilders. I don't care about working the quads more in with a front squat or a, or a high bar squat than, than what the quads get worked in the way we squat. The way we squat works the quads. You can't stand up without extending your knees. And what extends the knees? <laughs> yeah, part of them. The quads extend the knees. So if we go up in weight more yeah. and we're extending our knees, what have our quads done? They've gotten stronger. I don't care what they look like. I could give a fuck what they <laughs> right, look right. like. Your quads look like the way you were born to show quads. I just wrote right, an article right. about this, too. Right? We, we don't, care don't care about, about aesthetics. The muscle, what the muscles we, we yeah. don't care about the way that the muscles sense. look. We care about how strong the muscles are in terms of their position within the kinetic chain of the movement pattern. See, we don't train. Okay. We're not concerned with 22-year-old competitive athletes. We're concerned with that 22-year-old athlete's mom far more than we are yeah. with him. He'll be fine without our help. He'd be better with our right, help, right. but he'll be fine without our help. But his mother and his grandfather need a way to get stronger, and that's what we do. We're not here to make okay. power lifters. That makes sense. You know, 
it's okay. it's a complete restatement. I, I would like to, of, you know, of what we're doing here. I don't give a shit about Olympic weightlifters. It happens right, that right. I know more about the lifts than the vast majority of coaches operating in that sport. But I don't yeah. care what they say about that. I don't care. I don't care yeah, about Olymp- Olympic that. lifters. There's 800 of them in the country. I don't care about that. Yeah, it's not a very popular sport. It's not a popular, not a popular sport. sport. It's never going to be a popular sport, especially since they removed it from the Olympics. All right. So it, yeah. it, Olympic lifting is something I've always been interested in. And I've, I've learned quite a bit more about it than many, many, many coaches have. But that Weren't doesn't, you one of the first it, to get a degree? Or weren't you the first to get certified for that in America? No, 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 no. You had some kind of a certification? No, I, I have I'm a USA Weightlifting senior coach. But, yeah. uh, that's irrelevant. But it's irrelevant. Do you understand why it's irrelevant? Because that's not our business. Yes. I am not coaching right. competitive lifters. If I began to coach competitive lifters, then it would become my business. Although, were I stupid enough to make that my business, I would just have to get used to starving to death. Because there's not enough of them, (laughs) and none of them can afford to pay you to train them. We don't care about Olympic lifters, except as, you know, that's kind of like my side hobby is coaching Olympic lifters. But my business is making human movement patterns stronger. That's what I do. Okay. And... Uh, picking something up off the floor, squatting down and standing back up, pushing something up over your head, pulling something toward you, pushing something away from you. These are normal human movement patterns, and these are the things we strengthen. This is what we do. We're not concerned with the muscles that are involved in the kinetic change of those exercises. We're concerned about the movement pattern itself and optimizing the movement pattern for moving heavier weight. All right? And anybody that says that I don't know anything about, you know, what, why why not do all of these exercises? Because they don't work. Yeah, Because they don't work as well for that. There's nobody that has a, a big, giant, uh, low bar squat or a big giant overhead press or a big giant deadlift that has small quads, small shoulders, small biceps, small triceps, giant chest. Yeah. You know, so that that's all you need to know. They're all big, huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, have you ever seen Kirk Karwaski's thighs? Yes, you think he was concerned about his quads? <laughs> no. He squatted <laughs> a thousand pounds for a double. He wasn't concerned about yeah, his quads. Mm-hmm. He squatted a thousand pounds for a double. And guess what happened to his quads? They got huge. They got huge. I mean, if you yeah. what happens to they your do. back if your deadlift goes from one thirty five to four ninety five? It gets big. It gets, a lot more muscle, a lot more it gets real yeah. big. Right? That's without you doing sets of eight right. to twelve reps with thirty seconds between five sets. That's it, it, that's mm. all that hypertrophy is all bullshit. It's bodybuilding mythology, yeah. and bodybuilding mythology. Okay. It, it is. It's you, you guys need to get past this. You need to get past this idea that bodybuilding well, I'll, I'll somehow you know where, informs what we do. Bodybuilding does not inform I don't have what apps. we do. Do what? Okay. I don't. I don't have any abs. I, I'm. I'm good for you. Two, about two seventy five. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good for you. I, I don't just have don't any have abs the, I, I would. I would love 
<laughs> I would love, I was wanting to ask you, how much would it cost uh, to be coached by you directly? I don't, I don't do that. If a person, well, yeah, if you come to a seminar, you come to a you come to a seminar. I coach directly, but I don't have, I don't take personal training clients anymore. And if I did, it'd be gotcha, a whole gotcha. bunch so of money. So I, you know, I hesitate right, right. to say, you know, come to a seminar. Right, time right. of life. Yeah, that's the thing you need to do. Yeah, is come to yeah, maybe I will. All of this is explained at the seminar. All the stuff we've talked about today is beaten completely to death at the seminar. Okay. All right. Okay. All Two right. more quick questions, and uh, the second one is kind of related to the to the. To the, to the so did you actually you actually just answered the second question actually. Right. So my third question. What was the second might question? Might sound a little funny, accident. but I'm not. What did I just accidentally? Yeah, you just answered it. Well, it was it? you just answered the one about how much would it be to um, be trained by you personally? Oh, how much yeah. would you charge for someone to go out? Way too much yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. Way too much money. Way too much. <laughs> okay. So I, I just realized you answered it, so I thought, oh, All I right. can go to my third okay. question. Okay. Question three. My third question is going to sound – yeah, this is the last one, I promise. Well, I'm sorry, what? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, I don't mean this to be funny. I'm asking this in all seriousness. You mentioned in a in one of your um, you know ask rip I think it was one of your ask rip ones a, a person uh, wrote in and asked if the squat can help with uh, um, the way he termed it was uh, sexual penetration. That's the way I don't know if you remember that call. Sexual penetration. You said yes. Yeah, if, you, if it helps your sex life. So if your cock's squat. long enough. And you said yes. I mean, we, if you've got a, like a three inch <laughs> dick. There's nothing we can do for your penetration. <laughs> it's just one of them deals. That's what he said. That's the way he put it. That's the way the guy put it. But I was wondering if you could elaborate on the benefits of doing the squat. Does that really need to be I don't remember this question though? at all. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember huh? this question I, I at all. I think someone said prowess. Someone said prowess. Sexual prowess. Well, kind of yeah, yeah. Or I know. think I think the. I think the guy said, yeah, he said it. But anyway, I was wondering if read the two-factor um, model of sports performance. It'll tell you everything. <laughs> that is training a, and that practice. That is a, a succinct explanation for right. this: training versus practice. Yeah. What's the book called? Absolutely, it's right. an article. The two-factor model article of on the website that you haven't ever read because nobody reads the articles on the website. But I, in this particular what was case, the article called? I'm sorry? I think you'll find the two-factor model. The two-factor model of sports performance is the name of the article. Two-factor model of sports performance. Okay. All right. I'll look that up, guys. Thank All right. you so much. Cool. All right. Later. Bye-bye. See, a two-factor model explains everything, man. That's all you need to it know. Just, it, it's such a nice distillation of right. so many things, yep. isn't it? Yep. Nobody's read it. It's amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Especially not Olympic weightlifting coaches. No, no. Because, no, hey, they've got this. Right. Do you need a break, or we? You want to keep going? I don't need a break. All right. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm not doing any manual work. I'm not hauling hay or anything. I'm, I'm ready to go, man. <laughs> well, listen to all that noise. <laughs> he just turned it off. Did he? All right. Is he Let, even there? Let's have it. Hello. Hello. Hey, Mark. This is Rick. I'm in. I'm in McAllen, Texas. Can you hear me? Rick in McAllen. You're in yes, sir. Central America, is where you. <clears throat> Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, there's like 400 miles of Mexico north of you. Yeah. How does that make you're you feel? About 600 miles away from. 
Well, you, you actually you don't see the difference, you know. Yeah, it's, probably. Once so. you're on this side of the border, the other side of the border, it's pretty much the same. That's yeah, it look, looks the same, I'm sure. Same plants and shit. <laughs> same dirt. <laughs> same dirt, same plants, same, same river same deposited. Same language, all. same people. It's not like in the yeah. movies where you cross the border and everything's kind of red. You know right. how to do that in the movies? Yeah. Yeah, they do that just for fun. Just so movie. you know that you're in Mexico yeah. or in some third world country somewhere. Yeah. Everything's red. Yeah. But, a knee deep, deep river between us. Yeah. How deep is the Rio Grande? And it's wide open. It, it depends. Uh, around us, you think it's in McAllen, it goes... No, it goes maybe about 15, 20 feet deep. Yeah. So some, in some areas, it's, a, it's a, like ankle deep. Yeah. Where people just cross back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, hell, it's deeper up at Alamosa. For that matter, it's pretty deep at Alamosa. Yeah. No, yeah, down runs, here, it's... Uh, runs right through the middle of Alamosa. Yeah. It's Colorado. Getting, that's getting Colorado. all the... It's getting all the mountain water, though, right? So it's going to be deeper. where it starts. Yeah. That's where it starts, man. Yeah. And up up there, it's nice and clear. Down here, it's nice and dark. Yeah, it looks like the Wichita. <laughs> the river. water color. Looks like the Red River. Water in a river looks like the mineralogy of the bedrock over which it is flowing. And uh, around here, the bedrock is Permian, so the water is red. And down there, the bedrock is dead mexicans so it's brown <laughs> <laughs> is it fair to say that or not i i think you'll find a, a good uh bunch of them down down underneath yeah yeah i'm sure there are a lot of failures oh, man. <laughs> there's no no doubt about it. it's a dangerous job yeah but somebody's got to do it so what can we do for you today so I'm uh, 52 years old. I um, I started the TRT about a year ago right. after I heard one of your podcasts. Good. And so first first month I went, I got the blood test, and the range was a 495 I had. It. Right. So I started it, uh, I think it's 200 milligrams for every 10 days I get a shot. Right. And so ever, ever since that, I've gotten a test every three months and it's gone substantially high the last test i got i was at 1400. Oof. that's where you want it nice excellent is is that good because he told me the, the the doctor actually it's nurse practitioner told me that that's too high not too high that why is it too high to explain well, why it's too high other than to say that it's higher he, than 1200. he's telling me that yeah that that's because they have the range and so He's telling me that anything above the 1200 that it'll turn into estrogen and I'll start seeing man oh, wow. so, like that. All right, look. All right, look. Because he has a chart that says 1200 he, cuts off there. All right. That's yeah. it. The problem is you have gone to a doctor that does not understand this physiology. All right. Okay. Uh, testosterone will aromatize to estrogen. Okay. But, and, and this is this is dealt with on one of our podcasts about uh, about TRT, and I'm about to do another one here pretty soon with Doctor Nichols, and we're going to talk about this again because of 
and, and the reason we have to talk about it is because of this kind of stupid shit that these untrained GPs tell people in the office about TRT. They don't know anything at all about it. They know nothing about it. All right. What do you think a reference so range? All right, listen to me. The reference range it's, it's, of any blood test is what? Do you know what that is? For any value on a blood test, what is the reference range? How is it determined? Because this is a very important point. Right? You realize that the reference range for testosterone 20 years ago was something like 1,200 down to, down to 400. And recently, the reference range for testosterone has been lowered to from 1,000 or 990 or something like that down to, down to 225. Now, why, why did they lower the reference range? Think about this. No clue. What is a reference range? You know, depending on the lab value, the reference range, and if it's a if it's one of the if it's a primary lab value that has been that has been introduced recently, what that is is an average of the people they test. It's just an average. Okay. So it's a range, high, low range, right in the middle is the average, right? For the people they test. Now, you don't want, and the reference range varies with age. And that's that's what they're telling you. For a man your age, this is too high. All right. Right. Have you had any adverse symptoms? No. The only thing I've seen, and I don't know if it has to do with age or it has to do with the treatment, but I've noticed that I am. Um, starting to my receding hairline is starting to grow and yeah, i don't that's know that happen. has to do with the treatment that's going to happen with increased levels of testosterone that will happen okay. but all right yeah, you also that, will experience you'll also experience a little testicular atrophy all right right but that's, that's just that's a normal effect of an elevated exogenous testosterone level do you like the way you feel yeah, I'm actually at 52. I, I lift about five times a day, a week, sorry, five times a week, and I, I feel good about lifting. You feel uh, good? He actually told me. You're not sore. Yeah, he actually not... told me that I needed to work out more. Well, I you know, i got my own opinions about that. I think mine are probably more qualified than the doctor right. that put you on the, on the test. But, you know, you can read about that in our books. You've... Uh, you have to understand that you go to the, the the doctor that prescribed you for the testosterone. You go there for the testosterone, for the access to the testosterone, because his advice about the testosterone is almost always completely uninformed. So you don't listen to what he yeah. says. If there are problems, you'll know way before he will. All right? And right. all of this shit about estrogen and everything estrogen receptors are are saturated uh in, in other words a, a continually elevated estrogen level has no effect on a male once the estrogen receptor sites are saturated doesn't matter how much converts the estrogen what all is taking place 
The most that can take place is already taking place. Doesn't make any difference. Okay. The um, the effects of testosterone, of exogenous testosterone, testosterone replacement therapy should be to put you up at the top or over the top of that range. Because if you were happy with the way you were before, you wouldn't need the goddamn testosterone replacement therapy. Now, would you? You want elevated Correct. testosterone. That's why you went. What's she suggesting you do? Is she willing to keep you there? She just mentioned that uh, there could be problems. And, uh, well, couple, go ahead. A couple of things. One is they wanted to either lower the dose, because I get a, a shot every 10 days. Right. And so one, one option was, or to extend it to 12 days or keep it at 10 and lower the dose. Yeah. The other thing is that he, he mentioned, he says, well, why don't you add a little bit more cardio to your workout? Yeah, don't do that. When, when, did, so you, I, when did you get the lab? Was it at the, was it at the end of the 10-day of the period or was it shortly after you they got do the it injection? At, they, do it in, they do it seven days after the injection. So seven days after you're at 1,400. And you're still at 1,400. Man, that's pretty good. Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> You're a fucking machine, man. You're a human machine. Well, I, it, it, everything you you told us about TRT, it's true. I mean, I, I yeah. feel everything, every right. bit of the focus, the energy, yeah. the, the, the ability to recover at my age. Right. Everything is true. So here's but the, here's I, the situation. Me that they're too high. I, how, much, how much did you say you were taking? 200 milligrams every, every 10, 10 days? days. I would rather see you do a hundred milligram every five days. I think you'll okay. like that distribution better. Uh, okay. But two hundred milligram every ten days is not a particularly not hideous a dose, at, dose all. at all. How long have you been on it? Right. I started last February, so a little bit over a year. Damn. I think you're doing just fine. Yeah. The only the only change I would suggest would be to take that dose in half and and double the frequency half cc in other words half cc every five days instead of one cc every 10 days i think you'll like that better but yeah uh, yeah they suggested that uh in a way for me to to take it home and self-administer that's what you need to, go to do. The office and do it that's what you need to do you don't need to be in the office every 10 days if they will write you the prescription for the injectable and you get the injectable and you get syringes and just learn to do it yourself. You can learn to do it yourself. Right. All right. That's what you need to do. But it sounds, sounds to me good. like you're you're doing just fine. But yeah, no, cardio is yeah. bullshit. You don't need any cardio just because you're taking testosterone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought of you the minute he said that. I go, Mark's probably going to laugh at that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Because, uh, you know. Take advantage, man. Lift heavier. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I'm doing well. I mean, I, I uh, well, that's, that's what like they you told are. me. That you need to work out. If I work out anymore, I, you know, I, I probably won't be able to recover from it. So. Nice. Well, you need to. What do you weigh? I'm about 200 pounds. Uh, Deadlift is about 420. Squat is about 360. Press 175. And bench press is at uh, 235. How tall are you? Um, 5'11. You need to gain some weight. God didn't want to give me another inch. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I listen to that all the time when you say that. 5'11, 200. 
you're right at five eleven. You can carry two forty, real easy, real real easy. Yeah. So you need to think about that. Yeah, I I don't I don't um, I don't diet. I don't skip on meals. It's just the way my body is. I don't. Oh, I, don't I understand. Gain easy. I'm suggesting that yeah. you try to gain some weight. What you also need to do is buy our book, read it, and start training like that. Quit this yeah, five days a week. I don't know what I, I, five days a week shit is, but you need to. You're not doing our program, and you need to do our program. Yeah, and then eat more. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I have the the book actually. I have the the app as well. But yeah, I've I've gone off the. I started with the with the linear progression, the the novice, and then I just mm-hmm. got to a certain point where I kind of. You know, started doing my thing, but I still do the the, the movements the way you prescribe them. But I'll do different. Uh, yeah, the the, the point is though, different. you're you're a year into TRT and you're doing well, so it might be time to to give it another run. Yeah, to go heavy again. Yeah, right. It, it'd be a good time to do it. With those test levels, start driving those lifts up yeah. and your body weight up now that you're now that you're in a position to get recovered from it. Yeah, with more calories, more That's protein. Focusing on those lifts, you can run an LP again and get your lifts back. I think up. so, at least for three or four months. Yeah. You know. Sounds good. So Thanks give that some advice. thought, man. Will do. All Thank right. you so much. Thanks. Appreciate the call. All right. What do you think? Hour what and I think about what? We're an hour and 15 in. You want to take it one more? Yeah. How many have we got online? There are there's seven waiting right now. Oh, God. We'll just let's just keep going. I'm gonna go get a cheeseburger when we're through here. Hello. You know Hey coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a cheeseburger. <laughs> I don't know what you know. I'll, you can go with me if you want to. I'll buy you a cheeseburger. You talking to this guy? No, I'm talking to you. Oh me I I I this guy a, can't go. He's not here. He can't get do, a cheeseburger. Right? I'd buy him one, too. I would but love I, to go get a cheeseburger but, with you. But, but, oh, but the longer we do but, this, the less, less time you've less got time to eat the cheeseburger. To cheeseburger. Well, let's just hang up on this guy and go get the goddamn <laughs> cheeseburger. <laughs> no, nah, we can't do that. What's going on? Thank you. I promise I'll make it quick. All right. Um, my name is Anthony. I'm calling from Miami. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, so I'm almost 39 years old. I've been, uh, making steady progress on the novice linear progression, but, um, over the past couple months, I've been dealing with a little bit of, uh, I guess they call it, uh, tennis elbow tendonitis in my right forearm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's starting to like affect my progress, maybe not in a huge way, but I think I'm starting to stall a little bit, especially on the, um, overhead press. So the only advice anyone ever seems to have for me is to, you know, rest it and ice it. No, it um, doesn't work. And to chill on going to the yeah, right. Doesn't I work. assume so. You I can't rest tendonitis. You can rest yeah. tendonitis from now until you're seventy, and it'll still be there. You can't rest through tendonitis. It doesn't work. Nobody has yeah, ever healed has up a dose of tendonitis by resting it. Nobody. All right. It has to be yeah. rehabbed. Okay. And I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah, the way we rehab it, and I, I gather you're not familiar with our website because we talk about this all the time. We have a protocol for healing up tendonitis of the elbows 
that works, whether it's golfer's elbow or tennis elbow. Now, you've said tennis elbow, but since the lay public is notoriously uninformed about this, uh, you could be meaning golfer's elbow. Golfer's elbow is medial epicondylitis, and tennis elbow is lateral epicondylitis. So if you stand... Well, I experience on the outside of the forearm. If you stand facing me with with the palms of your hands facing me mm-hmm. with, a, with supinated forearms, the outside is the outside lateral is tennis elbow and the inside medial is golfer's elbow. So which one is it? It's tennis elbow. It's tennis elbow. And as it turns out, both tennis elbow and golfer's elbow are addressed by this rehab protocol that we have developed that works essentially every time it's tried if you'll do it my way and not your way. Because if you do it my way, it works, and if you do it your way, it doesn't. All right? So this is what you're going to do. How many times can you chin yourself? Can I can I what? Chin yourself. Uh, well, I haven't tried honestly since the pain, but I would imagine maybe five reps. Let's say. All right. Here's what you're going to do. What's your body weight? Uh, well, you're going to call me a skinny little shit. All which right. Is true, but I'm five nine and I'm one sixty. Yeah, you're a skinny little shit. See, that wasn't yes, hard, sir. was it? All right. No. Since you already knew it, especially. All right. And how old are you? I am almost thirty nine. And what are your what are your lifts? What are you benching? Uh well, I don't have it in numbers. I just kinda write down what I put on each side of the bar. So <laughs> oh, God. when we have Damn. benching, right. I have a twenty five and a five on each side, three sets of five. Can you not count one oh five? How do I know what that is? Uh, let's see. The bar weighs forty five. Bar weighs forty five, <laughs> and you've got sixty. I'm sorry, it's in kilos. It's a twenty five and a five on each side of a, of a twenty kilo bar, and this is all in kilos. Oh shit! So. Now got me. Twenty five kilos. 50, 60, 70, eight, it's eighty it's like kilos. Eight million 80 pounds. Kilos. <laughs> 80 kilos is 176. Oh, good God. <laughs> Dude, spend an right. afternoon learning the bar math. It's, uh, not, right. it's not very hard. Right. So you've got uh, 175 bench press. This is sets of five, right? <sighs> right. That's the working set. Okay. And what's your deadlift? Deadlift is at... <laughs> 25, Gotta a 20, a, a two on each side. So 25, 50 a 20, plus 40, so 70, 20, and a two. 90, 110. Yeah. And, and what was on the last plate? <laughs> well, so you're deadlifting 275. All right. So uh, you're not very strong, and you're not very big. All right. And a and you ought to be able Brian, to chin yourself more than that. But let's say you can do a set of five chin-ups. 
All right. So this is what you're going to do to rehab the tennis elbow. All right. You're going to do a set of two chin-ups. Now, by chin-ups, I mean chin-ups, not pull-ups. You know the difference, right? Palms facing me, correct. Palms right. facing you, supine palms is a chin-up. Right. And a grip will be about shoulder width, all right? Maybe a little bit wider than shoulder width. You're going to do a set of two. And then you're going to walk for a, a minute and a half. Just to space out the rest. Okay. That's ninety you know, seconds in metric. Ninety <laughs> seconds in in European yeah. numbers. And then you're going to do it. another double, and you're going to do a set of you're going to do a total of ten doubles on the chin up. Okay. And spaced out with a minute, minute and a half walking between each one of the chin ups. Okay. Mm -hmm. This will make the elbows hurt. And they have to hurt, okay. right? And then you're going to do, you're going to take four days off. Then you're going to do it again. And this time okay. you're going to do 15 doubles. Okay? Okay. And then you're going to take four days off. And then next time you're going to do 20 doubles. Okay? Then. Okay. You're going to. The fourth time you train this, you're going to do 10 sets of two and 10 sets of three. And then the fifth time you're going to train it, you're going to do 15 sets of, of three. You're going to 10, not, yeah, you're going to do the doubles first five sets of two and then 15 sets of three okay okay you got this by then the pain will be good uh, and when you say take four days off i'm assuming not from the lips just no from just this, from the chins right just from the chins four days between chin workouts okay and while you're doing all that, narrow your grip and make sure your whole hand is on the bar for the squat. Your squat grip's probably fucked up. Could be. That's usually golfer's elbow, though. He's got tennis elbow, so it may be that he's a little... Yeah, he's doing that. A little overflexed. But at any rate, by the time you get to that fifth workout, the tennis elbow will be gone. But don't do it your awesome. way. Do it my way. In other words, don't do five days between the workouts. Do four days between the workouts. And don't do it on a lat machine okay. with some other numbers than I already gave you. All right? Got it. The idea is to inflame your elbows so that they will go ahead and heal. And it works, to my knowledge, every time it's been tried correctly, it works. Every once in a while, we'll see somebody say, I tried that, and it didn't work. And we'll, and they'll, we'll say, well, uh, tell me what you did. And they said, well, you know, I did it on a lat machine, and I did first one thing, then another, and then I put some bench presses in with it, and then I did blah, 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 blah. And I, you didn't do what I told you to do. Well, no, no, I did kind of my way. Okay, well, enjoy your fucking tennis elbow. Yeah. 
You know, if you do it the way right. I'm telling you to do, it'll be gone. All right. Got it. You All know, right. I, I appreciate you taking my call, and sure. uh, I hope you enjoy your cheeseburgers. And uh, I'll be oh, waiting for uh, that starting strength gym in Miami when you when you when you build it up. Yep, it's coming. We're we're coming. Yep, coming to Miami. See you there. Awesome. Later. All right. All right. Nice young man. Nice young man. Nice young man. Chugging right along. Here we go. Hey, guys. Hey. What's happening? Hi, Rip. It's uh, James from Florida. I've talked to you once. I was the Nietzsche guy. James from Florida. Yes. What's going on? All right. First, I just want to let you know that uh, I proposed to my girlfriend after a year of dating her a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and she said yes. And I wanted to thank you personally because how am I responsible? <laughs> how am I responsible for this shit? I'm, 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 I'll tell you. When we first met, um, well, she was born with scoliosis, but when we first met, she would uh, complain about back pain nearly every day, multiple, all the time. Right. And I showed her how to squat. Mm-hmm. And over the course of a few months, and it just, she just stopped talking about it. And, and eventually she realized that her back pain just went away. And and she said to herself one day, I got to marry this Now I'm, I'm <laughs> able to get married. Finally. Whereas previously I, I wasn't able to get married, but now I can get married because my back doesn't hurt anymore. Now who should I marry? That's the next question. <laughs> yes. She should have married me. <laughs> right? You never get the, the benefits. I never get paid. Everybody else gets I don't get paid. I don't get laid. I don't get anything. All I get is thanks on the telephone. Oh, well, God. well. I just wanted to thank you personally on both of our behalf. Oh, one final thing. Um, if uh, me and my now fiance decided to make a pilgrimage down to Wichita Falls, if we brought a gift, do you have any... Uh, Recommendations? That's a bad question. The, you no, no. <laughs> I've got all the gifts I need. I, I appreciate that, but no. Just come, just come visit us. And just do a come seminar. visit us, and we'll go eat or something. <laughs> all right. You can buy the oh, cheeseburger. Perfect. All right. I'd love. It. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> all right. Okay, you gonna keep going? You doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. All right, I'm good. I'm happy right here. Back doesn't hurt. Bree, you doing all right? Rusty? <laughs> Anybody can stand to listen to my raspy yes. ass voice? Can you know? Could be getting laid right now. <laughs> Not me. Doing sure that. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Ripito. Can you hear me? I certainly can, sir. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? My name is James. I'm currently out in Ohio. We got I've about been working on got a high uh, ratio of James's of James. today. Yeah, you're like the third James. Yeah, you had a James from Florida earlier. Now you get a you get another James. We're all over the place. Oh my God, it's a common name. Yep, Seamus, James, Jacob. Right? So, are you a Jacobite? Uh, James, Just, not Jacob. Same name. Jacob and James the same name. Huh. Same name. Hmm. Same name. Hmm. One's the. One is Probably the, wouldn't uh, come for dinner if you the called Jacob, Semitic bro. version of it, and the other is the anglicized version of it. Ah. Seamus is what the gay olds call it. So, same guy though. So anyway, ah. 
simple fact. Yep. The BT doesn't give a shit. Yeah. I had a, a question because I've been. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? Yeah, you, you you don't care about all this linguistics. <laughs> all this linguistics bullshit. All right, go ahead. Hey, what's, what's your, your question? question, James? <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Yep. Nope. Right. So, been working through the starting strength program and couple of questions that I've come up and I've looked on the forums for some information about this. I know your stance on stretching that it's not useful unless it is limiting your range of motion mm -hmm. in this, in the workout. Right. Uh, I have been having some, so my range of mobility issues come in my ankles when doing the squat, which is limiting or in my ankles, which limits my squat. And I've tried looking for things to do to, to stretch to increase that range of motion, and I'm having difficulties finding it. I've checked on the forums, and I've checked in other locations. Do you know where you guys have that, or is there something I could get well, from you well, now? Well, let me ask um, a, that you recommend. Let me ask you a question: How much uh, dorsiflexion do you think you have to have to do a correct squat? Yeah, how do you know your ankles are what's limiting? I, I don't. You know, there's just not a hell of a lot of dorsiflexion in a in a correct squat. Maybe 15 degrees at the most. Yeah, James, so, why do you think it's ankle mobility that's the problem? What's going on? Are your heels coming up? So they – not during the squat, but then I don't know if I'm – so when I'm I'm watching the squat, right, like and you're looking in the mirror and taking the piece where you're just supposed to have that bar path that goes straight down and then comes back up in this – so then maybe I should ask the other question, how do you know if it is your ankles that are limiting your range of motion – in in your squat it's probably not it's i've i have seen people with fused ankles due to an injury yeah. be able to squat what, what, with a heel what do you mean by limiting your range of motion are you not going deep enough correct that's knees out yeah that's that's a that's a you're that's, not getting your knees not out a, <clears throat> that's not a you, you've got a you've got the wrong picture in your mind of a squat you gotta bend over now we've got several videos on the website i just answered a question about this on the board today we got several videos on the website the when you squat the first thing you do is unlock your knees and bend over at the waist and then when you get to the bottom of the squat your knees should be maybe even with your toes which will put you at somewhere between 10 and 15 degrees of dorsiflexion. That's all you need. You don't have to have a whole bunch. We're not doing front squats. You know, your, your shin, in fact, one of the most frequent cues we have to give people about their squats is to think about squatting with your shin as vertical as you can get it. Because one of the more common problems when, when we squat is that we see people's knees going way, way forward, which means dorsiflexion, which is what you're talking about. Ankles are plantar flexed or dorsiflexed. You understand the difference? Nope. Plantar flexed means you point your toe. Dorsiflexed means you pull your toe up. Okay. All right. So the, you're concerned with dorsiflexion. In other words, if your heel 
is down, your foot is flat on the ground, how far forward can your knee travel? That's dorsiflexion, right? Yes. It only has uh, I'm taking your word for it. Yeah, good. That's what you should do. 15 <laughs> degrees of dorsiflexion is enough for you to squat. And if it's not enough, then your back is not horizontal enough. That's all there is to it. Unless you have an injury to your ankles or ankle, that you have sufficient dorsiflexion to squat correctly. If you're trying to squat straight down, James, you need to, yeah. you need to reach back with your ass. You're trying to do a front squat over. with a bar on your back. You're trying to do a high bar squat. That's not the way we teach the movement. Just look for the videos on the website, okay. and you'll see what we're talking about. Okay. So go right. look for those? Yes. Look Perfect. Those. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. All right, James. Thanks for the call. Ready? Yep. Let's clear them out. Yeah, we don't want to disappoint anyone. That would be terrible. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Hey, Rip. This is Joe from Indiana. Joe from Indiana. Joe, yes, what's happening? What is going uh, on? Just calling to see if I can comment on the lovers. On the lovers? Yeah. Not a hater. Oh, 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 okay. Got it. All right. I got you. All right. Compliment away, my friend. Well, I've found your program probably a year and a half ago and became interested and uh, I'm just really uh, probably got my books about six months ago and really started the program and just blown away with the success really. Yeah, it's uh, we uh, hear that a lot. Uh, it, if the only thing you have ever done prior to starting strength is one of these internet bastardization programs that relies on bodybuilding analysis and all this other shit, well, you haven't ever seen that the rate of progress that it is possible to make on a correctly designed strength training program that uses compound barbell movements. It's you, you don't understand how fast you can get strong. It's perfectly normal to go from a 115-pound squat to a 315-pound squat in nine months. That's perfectly normal. And that is a, a, an amazing increase in strength. It and, sounds like we've already had this conversation. <laughs> well, we, we, we have it every day. It's uh, it yeah. is the believe it or not this shit works this shit works that's why we have a franchise gym program now and every one of the 750 or so members that are that are with us around the gyms in the country will tell you exactly the same thing that they have gotten stronger than they've ever been in the shortest amount of time They've ever devoted to the process, and they didn't think it was possible until they did it with us. 
Now, that doesn't mean that we're real smart. What means what it really means is everybody else is real fucking stupid. <laughs> is, is is basically the, because this is not complicated, is it? It's just five five more pounds. Just add five pounds to the bar. Do three sets of five with it. Add five pounds. Do it again. Add five pounds. Do it again. What do you have to do? You have to get stronger because you're making yourself get stronger. You're not asking yourself to get stronger. You're making yourself get stronger. And God damned if it doesn't work. Huh? Yeah. And it's uh, definitely, you know, uh, as a, I mean, I'm, I would say I'm new to the whole fitness mm-hmm. scene and, you know, less is more in this context where, you know, I mean, it's, it's just so simple that, uh, as stupid as I am, I can stick to it. Yeah. It's not complicated. Yeah. Lots and lots and lots of people are fascinated <laughs> with complexity and that's one of the main reasons why people don't do this program because they look at it and they think, well, there's only five exercises and all you do is right. go up five pounds of workout. That can't possibly work. It's too, it's too simple. And, uh, you know, right. people are just, they don't understand the logic here. This is nothing but logic. It's just the application of logic. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, uh, we are amassing a tremendous data pool here and uh it 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 gets hard at some point to ignore the experiences of thousands and thousands of people that have gone through this program that every one of them have made far better progress on this than any other program they've ever done but it's what that's what happens that's what happened it's what happened to you it's what happened to to hundreds of thousands of other people that have bought the book and done the program. It works every single time it's tried. And I'm happy it worked for you and uh, to spread the word around. Uh, uh, Indianapolis, uh, uh, there's a gym going to open in Indianapolis this year. And if you're... I'm definitely going to try to make a if trip you, up there. Yeah, the, if, you, if you're close, go to the, at least to the grand opening. Andrew would love to see you. Uh, I, I was, uh, obviously I've seen a great deal of progress just, you know, maybe in the, I say nine months, but really maybe six months that I've been serious about it. Right. And, uh, but I've actually just three weeks ago, got my mother-in-law to start training. She's 72 good and uh we've actually got her moving i mean she's squatting with the barbell now she's actually able to uh you know get into position for all the movements great she's she's making great progress that is excellent see that that lady is who we're more concerned about. I don't give a fuck about power lifters or Olympic lifters or bodybuilders or any of these younger guys that think they know more about this than I do. All right. I don't care about that. What I care about is your mother-in-law. Can you imagine the, the improvement in her quality of life 
over the next 10 years of doing this stuff? You, you can't imagine how much better she feels. I know she'll tell you, but you really can't imagine how much better she's going to feel. And this is well, good. Uh, what you're doing there for her is good. And that's, I, I, that's who we're concerned about. I think I actually won her over with uh, one out of your notebook. Uh, but we were actually at her 72nd. Uh, on her 72nd birthday, we took her out to dinner. Yeah. And uh, she was kind of, I don't know, just bitching about, you know, being old and feeble and right. uh, just kind of a fear of falling down or, you know, right. once you fall down, if you break a hip. Oh, or, yeah. And oh, yeah. It, you know, and I said, uh, you know, I, I just kind of got irritated with the subject, and I said, you know, why don't you do something about it? So, of course, that put me in the spotlight of, like, well, like what? Well, said, like well, what? you know, show up, show up. Uh, you know, I, I train in my home gym, so I said, just show up. Uh, we'll just start one day a week, and if you can stick with it, you know, see what happens. And yeah. It's it's just been really neat because is she, is not she only two days her, a week now or what? Uh, we're no, we've this has been, I guess, the fifth week. And we're trying to make plans to go to two days a yeah, week. Yeah, you need to go to two uh, days a week with her as fast week. as you can. She could recover from that. And one day a week right. is, is too long between workouts. She tends to detrain a little bit between the workouts. And you don't want that to happen. You're trying to accumulate right. a, a, an adaptation here. And the the rest has to be more optimal than that. And, I, you know, she'll get recovered and in uh if you go once every four days that'd be perfect you know and eventually she'll be able to go once every oh she'd probably go once every three days but i think once every four days would be optimum for her and yeah she'll enjoy the progress if it's faster all right yeah uh, and i mean i've definitely just i mean just seeing in her uh not only are we getting to see her numbers go up but just her whole oh yeah her whole attitude, attitude. Has sure improved, you know sure it has and uh it'll it'll be better than that if you'll if you'll uh go to once every four day workouts she can get recovered from that and and that'll be a whole lot better for both of you it really will well tell her we're proud of her okay tell her you called us and we're I proud will. of her and uh and uh uh maybe we need to send her a t-shirt once you ride into the store, we'll get her a shirt. All right? All right. All right, do. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you guys. All right. Later. Yep. Bye. Hello. Is this Mark Ripito? It is. Who's this? Uh, this is Tom from Ohio. Tom from Ohio. Tom of Ohio. Yes. Yes, Tom? but I, I must admit I'm a little starstruck right now. Why is um, that? I just randomly saw that your show was being streamed on YouTube. Right. And uh, I was like, what the hell? I, 
I guess I'll call in. I didn't and really here think we I, are talking uh, to one another. It's like old friends. <laughs> well, how yeah, are you, you Tom? What, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain. How's the wife and kids? I have um, I have one daughter. She's going to be six months here in a couple of days. Oh, you're a young man. And you? uh, yeah, thirty. I'm I'm going to be thirty five this year. Well, you've kind of waited too long to start having kids. <laughs> well, um, I don't know. How old Sometimes is your wife? That really is a more pertinent question. She's she's same age as I as yeah. I am, and uh, I guess yeah, that is a concern because we're trying to have you know more kids. Well, you know, and I'm sure you didn't call here for child rearing <laughs> advice. So. <laughs> so Let's move on to your well, question. I was going to say, uh, but, you know, any advice coming from you, I would take it very seriously. Well, you're a, that, that's not a, you don't know. That's not, no, well. that's not prudent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, um, let me see. I've been working out forever. Right. Um, but unfortunately, uh, up until like, the, when the pandemic started, it was all just, you know, working out of Planet Fitness. Right, right. Bodybuilding type stuff. Yeah. Just... And, uh, but whenever the pandemic hit, I got my own stuff, you know, set up in my garage. Right. Been doing, you know, barbell workouts. Good. And I found your videos. I've not, like, went out and bought your book and followed the program to a T. But, um, let me see. I, I guess the, the main question is I'm really trying to get this overhead press bounce at the hips and then, you know, try to try to really, uh, I'll tell you what, Chase Lindley and how, how he does that inhuman stuff. Right. On the overhead press. Um, He's not human. Yeah, I that's, that's the it, actual answer. I just yeah. think it's I just think it's incredible, and uh, I kind of want it to be my main lift. I'm benching my, my one rep max on the bench is three fifteen. Right. Uh, overhead press is uh, two fifteen. Um, that's not bad. What do you weigh? I had my I weigh about two forty six foot one six one two forty. Oh, you're just getting started. You'll be up over body weight on the press here within the, within the, by the end of the year. You know, now you are set up well, to make uh, micro jumps on that, right? You can take less than a five pound jump on that, can't you? No, I need to get. Uh, I guess I do need to get some one point two five pound plates. You need some. You need some half pound plates too. You need a set of okay. uh, of small plates. And you can get those on Amazon. There's a guy that sells them off of our website. Uh, you can use pieces of chain, like I mentioned before. You can use washer, two-inch flat washers taped together, make fine plates. There's there's all kinds of things you can use. You just need to get control of the bar weight. The weight on the bar is critical in the press. It's critical in the bench press, but it's absolutely essential that it be controlled for the press so that you don't get stuck. And if you'll uh, read the article that I wrote on the website a couple of weeks ago about this 
And if you'll listen to the full podcast, I've discussed this with a previous caller. This is this is terribly critical. You can't make long-term progress in the press if you cannot precisely control fine, small increases in weight on the bar. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I'll tell you what, where you're uh, supposed to, you know, bounce those hips forward. Yeah. Well, the when I do that, the bar does not tend to come down. Um, well, I have to, it does not come down on its own. Uh, I tell you what you see, need I've, to do. I can't tell you what I can't see. I can't coach what I can't see. So what you need to do is do you have did you say you have the book? I do not. Well buy the fucking book. <laughs> okay, go on go on our website and buy the book. We'll get it in the mail to you tomorrow. All right. Buy the blue book. Okay. All of the coaching for that is in the blue book. And then get on the website and there are how many videos on the press bounce? Uh there's a bunch. Five at least. Four or five videos yeah, of the press mounts on the on the website. Watch those. Copy it. If you have a good theoretical understanding of what it is you're supposed to be doing, it's easier to do than if you just are trying to copy a movement pattern you've seen. Unless you're just a real freak natural athlete. All right. Uh so what I would do is uh uh get the book, read the book, make sure you understand why we're having you bounce. And then and then start doing the bounce. Start off with the empty bar. You make the bar bounce, and the way we teach this at the at the seminar is we get the bar, put it in the rack, and have the person do a press, just a strict press overhead, so that the lockout position is established overhead. And then we have them step back away from the bar, and we put their hands on their hips. And then we move the hips forward. All this is illustrated in the book, okay? Move the hips forward to create the bounce movement. And then we take the empty bar, and we have them do the hips movement with the bar and make sure that bar is bouncing up and down. And then we bounce and press. And it's, it's really easy to learn. It really honestly is. If you'll, if you'll do the progression that we talk about in the videos, and in the book, it's very easy to learn this. And, uh, you know, I mean, you, you don't absolutely have to use this this press bounce technique, but it's, it's, it's so valuable that once you do it one time, you're going to do it anyway. You're going to pick it up and just. Oh, oh no, I, I want to do the, I want to do the double layback. I want to do everything. Well, the, in my experience, the double layback just happens when the weight gets heavy enough. Uh, Chase didn't, I never yeah. coached Chase on the double layback that what happens on the, the second layback is that it just occurs once the weight gets to a certain point. Uh, Carl Ragavon's got a good double layback too. And I, you know, he's never been coached on that. It just develops. I had back when I was able to do these cause my knees all fucked up. I had a double layback and I've tried learning the double layback from uh tommy suggs and i don't think you can i i had never figured out a way to to, to teach the double layback the double layback just kind of happens by the same token previous to us sitting down and applying this it was 
thought that you couldn't learn how to do the double knee bend in a clean, and we teach it very effectively every Sunday morning. So it may we may figure out a way to teach the liberal layback right now, uh, one of these days, but right now we don't have a way to do it. It just, in our experience, it just happens. So uh, yeah, whenever but, but I, uh, you have to get the, the, the book and you've got to get the coaching and you've got to get the plates in order that you can continue to handle small increases in the press. And if you don't do that, you're going to get stuck. Okay. Okay. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Well, what do you think? Is that enough damage done for today, you think? I think so. It's a good mix of staying in the the lane, drifting out of the lane. Do we have any politics questions today? We didn't, did we? No. Well, at least we didn't get out of our lane in that direction. Yeah. That would be horrible if that had occurred. It's the worst kind of getting out of your lane. It really is. Really is this is. the first podcast since that war started? I what believe war? so. <laughs> that one. There's war? a war. You mean the one they're talking about on TV? Yes. I mean the the TV war. The ghost of Kiev. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Fucking okay, Dan Crenshaw. I was reposting yeah. all that bullshit. Crenshaw, yes. Oh yeah, he he, he was buying into all that propaganda. Of course, he wants he wants us to get involved because he's a fucking warmonger. Well, so is Mark Levin and yeah. a lot of these other people. Just, why does there always have to be a war? How else are our politicians going to make money? <laughs> money? Wouldn't have anything to do with the money, would it? Maybe. Just take a look at the Raytheon stock right now. Oh, yeah. What's that, oh, God. What's that doing? I should have invested. Should have seen this coming. Dumbass. You can't not have a forever war. You got a Democrat president. You think there's not going to be a war? Yeah. What if you lost your mind? I mean, we're uh, done being scared of brown people in caves. What better enemy, right? COVID lost its effectiveness. COVID didn't work that way. COVID, COVID worked pretty good for a couple of years. Right. But nothing <clears throat> compared to everybody that wore the mask during COVID is now screaming for Putin's blood. Oh, yeah. Same people. No nuance. No willing to see both sides. No uh, appreciation for the bigger picture. You know, it's amazing. And a willingness to put people who are not them <laughs> in, in harm's way. In harm's yeah. way. Right. For perfect willingness a long time. to send somebody else's son over to get his ass shot off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an admirable trait. No, it's uh, not just it's not just people who uh, not just those people because they're these fuckers are doing it on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, there we go. We're there on, we go. So out of our we're lane. <laughs> we're back. Well, I'm glad we <laughs> filled in that hole. Fucking <laughs> like can't avoid it. Uh, <laughs> it was Rusty's fault. It was yeah. my fault. We I'm doing, sorry. We were doing so right. good. I'm sorry. Now I'm in a bad mood. <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well. Let's say goodbye, and uh, we'll see you next time right here on Starting Strength Radio.